To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, we are talking about some firsts. These are firsts that we have done as Disney fans. Um, me, myself, I found it kind of difficult because I've enjoyed Disney for so long that a lot of my firsts happened a while ago. But with Disney, there's always new things to do. So uh, I was able to pull some stuff up. And uh, I think the things that I have to talk about are going to be pretty great. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Well, I uh, I have some pretty awesome things here um and my thought was at first you know first time that i was there first ride i went on but um you know i i really like the idea of some of my first experiences and mm -hmm. um i think that'll be a lot of fun to talk about so i'm excited about this one. Oh yeah i totally agree so why don't you uh go ahead and start yeah i'll i'll go first i have um it's a uh, it's a story that I that I like to tell, um, and I think I've told it on here a couple times, but I'll I'll kind of go in in depth with it. Um, and it's the first time that I went and saw Fantasmic. So I uh, I was in Orlando for I was actually in Orlando with a marching band who was um, marching at a different resort that we will not name here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we talk about that resort sometimes too. It was it was uh, we were marching at Universal, and um, if you take me if you take me to Orlando, I'm gonna find a way to get to Disney World, and and I did. Uh, I have a couple friends who uh, they were working there. They still they still work there, and um, they were able to let me in. If you don't know, um, when a Disney cast member lets you in, it turns into a park hopper, uh, and they can let three people in. Uh, per day this is uh my, the friend that let me in um he is a pretty high up cast member and so he's able to let people in every day um but cer certain cast members will have a certain number of times they can use their main gate pass um i think 12 is the usual number uh 12 a year um but that's that's what they did so um let let me in um and i was able to get a park hopper and so we kind of park hopped around and we ended the night out at Hollywood Studios, and uh, we we're walking around, and uh, I saw the line for Fantasmic, and uh, my friend was like, "Hey, have you ever seen Fantasmic?" And I was like, "No." And um, to uh, we had our our gaps episode a, a little bit ago, and that's that was one of the gaps that I had going on at that point was that I had never seen Fantasmic, um, 
And so uh, we got in line and he was just pitching it to me and he was like, oh, it's, it's super cool. It's, it's, it's like a nighttime um, show, but it's, it's more of like a production and stuff like that. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and so one of my friend's friends who was working at Fantasmic at that point walked by and was like, oh, hey, what's up? And, and uh, we started talking and uh, my friend was like, yeah, this is his first time uh, seeing Fantasmic. And she was like, really? And then she she got on her walkie-talkie and she was like, uh, yeah, you guys come with me. And they took us all the way up to the front and uh, let us in with all of the VIP people. And we were able to sit in the VIP area of Fantasmic. Uh, and I thought that was the coolest thing because at Fantasmic, they'll like like push you in like sardines. Like it's it's basically mm-hmm. just like like a grandstand and and they're not individual seats it's just kind of like bench seating so people are just pushed in there um and our area was like nice and roped off and and we weren't too close to anybody really uh and just watching the whole thing from that area and kind of like having that like disney magic of like oh we're in vip seating and everything that like that really made the whole thing magical um so that was one that really stood out to me as uh one of my favorite firsts uh, because of that Disney magic uh, that they that they gave to us. Um, so, pro tip: if you have a cast member friend, walk around with them because they probably have other <laughs> cast member friends that can hook you up. <laughs> That's an awesome experience. Uh, I I just I've always loved Fantasmic. It's been a great show they have there, and I hope it comes back again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a wonderful, wonderful production. And if you've never had the chance to go. You know, the last time I was there with my kids and we saw it, we went um, through, we used a, a, like a dinner and a show type of system Mm -hmm. that they have. So we had a late lunch at um, Hollywood and Vine Mm -hmm. and then had a ticket that was kind of like a fast pass to use at uh, Fantasmic. So you don't have to get in line so early. They have special seating set aside for you. And uh, it's a little more obstructed uh, than the regular general seating. For whatever reason, they kind of stick you off to the side a little bit, but still great view, still a great time. We we really really enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what a great experience you got that you got to have there. Yeah, it's very cool. So my first experience I'm going to talk about was uh, getting to go to dinner at California Grill. Uh, I had never been there, obviously, because it's a first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, my so my wife and I were we were celebrating our fifteenth wedding anniversary, and we decided to go to California Grill. Um, I was lucky enough to get a nine o'clock reservation, which it is nine o'clock fireworks hour at that point. So we got there an hour early, and took our chances of getting a seat in the lounge. Um, they allowed us to go up at that point. And we had barely sat down in the lounge when they came along and said, your table is ready. And I said, here I am against the window, table for two, looking over the Magic Kingdom. I'm like, where's the table? Because I kind of have a really nice view as it is. And they said, Oh yeah, you're, well you'll be back in the dining room if you want to be able to see fireworks and stuff. Then I'd stay right where you are. And and if you don't know, when you sit in the lounge um, there and at many places, 
they still serve you the same as if you were sitting in the dining room. So we stayed there and had an excellent time. Um, what was really cool is that uh, Happily Ever After had just started. So we, the day before, were in the park, got to watch Happily Ever After from there. Of course, in the hub, that's where I always watch the fireworks. And um, it was it was great to watch it, see the projections, see the fireworks right from there. But then um, the next night, watching it from above, uh, you know, my wife said, I didn't even know the fireworks were in different shapes. You know, they do have some hearts that show up and well, I don't know, some flower looking ones. And it's it was um, it was really neat because she's like, I was so busy looking at the castle and worrying about projections. I didn't really get to see the fireworks. So seeing the two different viewpoints was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, it was our anniversary. Uh, they have the best sushi I've ever had, which <laughs> might not be saying much when I'm eating sushi in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But, <laughs> um, you know, but it was it was excellent, excellent sushi. And uh, the food was good. And, of course, I had my bride with me. So it's hard to complain. Mm. But it was, uh, yeah, if you guys can ever get a chance to get to California Grill and watch the fireworks, definitely do it. Yeah, that's definitely goals. Like I, I am like, that's like really high on my bucket list is watching fireworks from California grill. Oh my God. That would be so cool. Yeah. And if you ever, if you ever are going to try to do something like that, like obviously it, it, we got lucky that we were able to get that perfect reservation time. Um, You know, I did it 180 days out, you know, I was right there the second they went live. That was the first one I went for. And even then, you're kind of, it, we were lucky. Um, so if you can do something like that, I highly, highly recommend doing it. Mm-hmm. But if you can't, if you happen to get a reservation earlier in the day, um, they do let you come back up and watch the fireworks at night. So make sure you hang on to that receipt and you can come in and say, hey, I had a meal here earlier. We want to go watch fireworks. They have a space for you to do that. So um, you can still get that that experience, even if you aren't uh, eating dinner at that moment. Very cool. Yeah. And, and I know that is something that I'm going to take advantage of uh, the next time I'm able to see some fireworks. Uh, this next trip I'm going on, there will not be any fireworks, which I'm very sad about. Um, I definitely wanted to go see Happily Ever After again, but... Yeah, they'll they'll be back soon. Happily ever after is such a great show. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That's always, that will always have a special place with us. So, mm-hmm. so uh, speaking of fireworks, my next first is actually illuminations, and uh, I this has a special place in my heart because. Um, uh, Brian and I are both into the marching arts and um, I marched uh, drum bugle corps um, for seven years um, and illuminations uh, the uh, cadets uh, in DCI actually did a show that was all illuminations music um, and it's funny um, 
I saw that show before I even knew that 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 was a Disney fireworks show. So I had fallen in love with this music from from DCI and this amazing drum corps. And then to go to a Disney park, which uh, this was around, I want to say it was 2006. Um, and this was kind of um, uh, around when I had my like Disney awakening. And I like kind of realized that like, I think I'm, I'm really into this stuff. Um, and I think that honestly, that, that was kind of the nail in the coffin was that music and those fireworks at Epcot, which is my favorite park. And just experiencing all of that and kind of the emotions that that came through when I saw that show um, was really kind of like the moment that I was like, I think I like this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, um, I kind of I had this on my list, which was realizing that I was um, a Disney fan. Um, And so uh, lumping these two together, um, it's kind of important to me because that was kind of like the moment. Um, where this and the, the score to Illuminations was just amazing, um, and just that that music alone, just listening to that music is is so great. And then having that in a Disney park with these amazing fireworks at Epcot, just like mind blowing. Um, so that was definitely um, an amazing first. Was going and experiencing that, and kind of having my little geek out about. Um, uh, a DCI drum corps playing this music and it being in a Disney park. Um, and also just kind of like realizing that like this, is I think this is something that I want to be into. Uh, Cause I, I mean, after that, it was, I mean, <laughs> it was all downhill after that. Uh, that's when I was uh, started to really get into it. Um, so yeah, that's, it's kind of a two in one. Um, but the first time that I saw illuminations and kind of realizing uh, that I'm a Disney nerd. <laughs> you know, I'm, as you're talking about Illuminations, I'm sitting here going, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I remember the cadets doing that show. Um, and I don't know if you recall, but it actually piggybacked off of their appearance in the Super Bowl halftime. Mm. Uh, Disney did the Super Bowl halftime show that year. And you can, I actually went out and I found the video. Somebody else may have posted it at about the time the Illuminations was ending. Um, and it, you know, it's got all the big characters that they had in the parade, the Tapestry of Dreams parade, um, or Tapestry of Nations. I think it was both called both. But uh, my favorite part was always the drummers with the great <laughs> big wheel and the drums spinning in front of them. Um, so yes, that was you know one of my firsts that I'll be talking about is uh, my honeymoon, but um, that was one parade that we got to see and in going into illuminations. So um, and and that it all comes from the cadets too. That you know I remember watching that on TV and seeing all these different things and yeah, like yes, I was I agreed completely with you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's it's just kind of combining uh, all these things that i love um disney drum corps uh if, if you combine disney and drum corps i'm i'm gonna be all about it um and so it's just a, a, a cool moment and uh 
being able to have those two things coincide in that way was really cool. And the, the cadets are a, a really great group. So the yeah. the way that they pulled off that show was really amazing. So I will, uh, I'll see if I can come, come across that video again and, and I'll post it in the community group so you guys can uh, see it as well. It was a great video. And if you guys ever got to see the tapestry parade and, and the illuminations, you'll completely eat it up. It's great. It's great mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, so my next first, I will go right into my honeymoon with my wife, <laughs> my first trip with my wife. Um, we got to go down and we stayed for eight nights. Um, and it was, we had a cast member friend that was helping us out. Uh, we got a nice discount at, uh, Coronado Springs and the way that her reservation or the way the reservation system works for a cast member we had to do two separate uh, reservations of four nights. And um, they greeted us with, you know, when we got there, they greeted us with a card in our room saying, congratulations, have a drink at the pool bar on us. So we went down and we got a glass of champagne. And uh, that was, you know, that kind of kicked off the whole thing for us. But then everywhere we went, there was kind of a little treat here or there as they would see things that we or you know as they would see that we're on our honeymoon and i think that's part of what makes disney so great and why it's the number one honeymoon destination is that they know how to treat their guests and they know how to do things and that's what brings me back all the time is that they're you know world-class level of service and um you know i i always see people and hear people complaining and wanting the world handed to them and that's not what i'm looking for you know those little sprinkles of magic that you don't expect that's what disney is for mm-hmm. that's what they do well and you know they're not there to make sure that you're getting everything for free um so that aside uh our honeymoon was amazing we had a great time and it was kind of the beginning of the end, if you want to talk about that, about it that way, because that's when um, I knew Disney was something that I needed to be a part of. Yeah, and I think that's you put it really well. Uh, you you want to be a part of it, um, and you and I think that's kind of why people like us consider Disney home. Uh, I hear that a lot from people where they're like, "Oh, I'm home," and I feel that exact same way where it's like, I want to be, I want to be here in this and I want to be a part of what's going on here. Um, and you're completely correct in, in those, the, the Disney magic and those little things that they can do to really plus your, your vacation and your time there. Um, and yeah, there's, there's, there's always going to be people who want to take advantage of that and think that it's, it's their vacation. And so they get to do whatever they want, of course. Um, but I mean, if you, if you just kind of understand what's going on and, and the things that you need to do, it's really not that difficult. I, um, Brian has mentioned before that when I, uh, went on a vacation with my family at one point, they said it was like walking around with a, uh, like a travel agent or somebody who knew the parks (laughs) really well. Um, and that's just because I, I, I like it so much and and I knew all of the like little ins and outs and where to go and how to plan things. And it's, if, if you just kind of get into things like that and um, really kind of do your homework before you go, you're, you're not going to be yelling at people at 
Indiana Jones because you, you, you didn't get a seat and your your plane is about to board in like five hours or something like that. So, um, yeah, it's and and that's that's another thing that um, I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. Uh, but the fact that there's a lot more planning involved now, um, which I mean, for for people like Brian and I is fine because I we love planning and uh, um. That's just something something we love, and it comes with uh, the love of Disney. So, well, yeah. and I think that's what really helps us stay connected is when we're helping someone plan. You know, we mm-hmm. can live vicariously through their trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because we can't go as often as some other people, or as often as we know people that are going, so we can mm-hmm. plan the next trip and help other people, and that really helps us stay connected. So, yeah. Cool. So, uh, my next first, uh, and this is, uh, this is actually, I have a couple, couple stories about this one, uh, and they're a little bit smaller, but I'm, I'm going to say the first time I stayed on property. Um, and this is actually, uh, the first time I ever stayed on property was, um, all-star resorts. And, uh, that's kind of why it has a, a special place in my heart. I understand it's the Motel 6 of Disney. I understand that it's <laughs> it's uh there's going to be big groups there and it's going to be loud and and it's just not going to be as eloquent as a bunch of the other resorts. Uh but <laughs> but I I love it. It's uh um it's just uh something special and um it really makes me feel like I'm at Disney because um, it was the first place that I stayed and actually our, our family ended up staying there several times in a row. Um, and so what, what I would do is I would get to those hotels. Um, I remember there was one time, this wasn't the first time, but there was one time that I got there and I was so excited to be back at Disney. Um, and we ended up checking in at like 10 or 11. Uh, we got, we got to the room, uh, and everybody kind of like put their stuff down and like got into bed and I walked around the hotel for another 30 minutes, just kind of taking everything in. Um, and I, I mean, I was super psyched <laughs> to be back at Disney. Um, and the, I mean, the, the theming at all the Disney resorts are amazing. Um, but the theming at these all-star resorts are just, or it's larger than life. Um, mm-hmm. And I say that literally because uh, everything's huge. <laughs> all it of is. The, yeah, all of the theming yeah. in there, it's very big. Um, and so that that definitely spoke to me. Um, it was it was a first, and um, a lot of my my happy memories are of getting to Disney and getting to the hotel that we're staying at, which is probably why um, I enjoy uh, the ho- hotels uh, and kind of like picking out which hotel I want to go to. Uh, not that I ever really use the hotels all that much because I'm always out experiencing the parks or experiencing something else. Um, but it's just, I think it's that, that arrival, like you're at Disney, like you finally made it, uh, your home and your vacation starts now. Um, and so it's just having that excitement. Um, and, uh, the first time that I ever went, um, was just so great, uh, being able to stay in Disney and it was the same thing where it was just so excited to be there. So, um, that's, that's my, my third uh, first, third, first. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree completely with that too, though, is that, you know, we, and we usually get there early um, on our first day because I don't want to wait all day to get on a plane. 
but um, you know, my wife will be the first one to tell you that I don't sit still on a, on a vacation. I need, you know, <laughs> time is money here. I want to see everything and do everything I can. Um, case in point, when we were on our last trip, we had gone and done a bunch of things that night and it was getting to be about nine, 10 o'clock and, and my wife and a couple of the kids were starting to fade. And so we went back to the camper and um, my daughter was still raring to go. And so she's like me, she's, she understands that time is money. We got, you know, let's go do as much as we can. So her and I jump on a bus and go to Disney Springs for the rest of the night. And we just did some shopping. It wasn't a big, you know, to do or anything, but um, yeah, when I am at a place, especially Disney, especially Disney, I'm going to take advantage of everything I can. And that's, what's great about the all-stars. Um, you know, when you come back from the park, yeah, you might be tired, but I'm not ready to pack it in at that point. I, you know, you, and with it bu- being busy and the pool is still hopping, um, it, the party's still going and you can still enjoy yourself. Um, even on uh, a trip with my wife, we were staying at an all-star and we had, you know, we were planned on, this is just a bed. Well, we had gone to dinner, we grabbed our dessert to go and we came back and uh, it was later at night. So it was kind of quieter, but there were still people milling around and stuff. And we grabbed our dessert and um, sat near the pool and, and ate the dessert. And it's like, that was just awesome as well, because we were able to um, still enjoy what's going on. And we're at an all-star resort and maybe it's not as swank as some of those other ones but it's still disney it still feels disney and i know my wife has said if we go into some of these like especially the grand floridian um it doesn't feel disney to us Mm -hmm. and it doesn't seem to suit our style so um i whenever people are asking about where to go i I always tell them all stars are a great place to go there's no reason not to Oh, yeah. And I, I agree with a lot of that, especially um, kind of like those small moments at Disney um, with with us being Disney fans. Um, I feel like people who go to Disney are like looking for the castle and they're looking for Magic Kingdom. They're looking for Tower of Terror. Like those are the things that they gravitate to. And those are their experiences that they remember. Um, for for me, it's and and this is kind of probably why I like Disney so much is it's the little things like, ju- like literally just walking from my room to the lobby at art of animation. Like that's forever etched in my mind because of all the amazing things that I walk by. And it's just kind of like an experience in itself right there is just <laughs> walking to the lobby. <laughs> and the, and honestly, when, when I think of Disney, I mean, besides all the other magical things that you get to do, um, it's just a full vacation. And all of those little experiences add up to one big experience. That's just amazing. Um, and that you just can't beat it. Like they're, like Disney's doing it different than a lot of other people. Um, and so I think that's, that's why I gravitate to it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that that definitely stuck out to me was just those those little moments, um, even like just 
sitting around at Disney Springs. Um, my, I was going to mention, um, my family does that a lot where we'll just end the night almost every night at Disney Springs. Um, because it, it used to like close at like 12 or one. Um, we're still going to do that at this next trip, but it's going to close at like 10. But that's, I mean, you, you just want to suck as much Disney out as you can because <laughs> all of these areas have something great to offer you. Um, even if it's an all-star resort and you're standing in the middle of a giant tennis court uh, with Donald and his sons playing tennis, like that's that's the cheapest hotel you can go to and yet <laughs> it has these amazing things happening. So. Well, and when I'm there, I want to be surrounded by Disney. I don't mm -hmm. necessarily need the stuffiness that you might get at, at the Grand Floridian or yeah. the, you know, like there's some really cool stuff at the contemporary that I love looking at, but I don't see myself ever staying there because it just, it's too sterile of a, <laughs> yeah. of a place for me. So um, just having all of the Disney around you, the Disney music playing um, it, that's part of my vacation. I mm -hmm. gotta have it. Oh yeah. So, um, my third one would be my first trip with my kids. And I kind of have two first trips because I have a couple of high schoolers and a seven year old at this point. And, um, so my first trip with the kids were only with the two older ones, and uh, my wife was pregnant on that trip, but uh, we did a lot of great things. Um, she would she held a spot for us for the parade. We got to see the um, uh, the electrical parade mm -hmm. on that trip, and I have always loved that parade more than the fireworks, <laughs> more than wishes. Wishes. I know a lot of people had a lot of uh, sentiment around wishes i i'm sorry i don't remember it that well and i know i've seen it a few hundred times i'm sure but um maybe not that times that many but i have seen it a few times and um my biggest memory is sitting with both of them on my lap and watching the the parade go by and you know we had someone come over and and interact with the kids um we you know got to see everything up close we were right up front sitting on the ground seeing everything that's one of the biggest memories i have and it's from that that i'm able to draw more memories as i'm talking about it things are popping into my head about that <laughs> trip and it was almost 10 years ago now so um you know it's it that was that's one of the big trips that i ever took was having being able to take the kids um so you know, my, my, all of these memories are, are family oriented and that's kind of <laughs> who I am, but, um, it, it, yeah, take your kids for sure <laughs> at any age. I don't care how old they are. Take them, you know, six months. Yeah. Maybe they won't remember it, but you will, you will. And that's all that matters it, is that you're enjoying yourself and if you're having fun with your kid and they don't remember it, they love pictures. You can tell them stories. <laughs> It'll be great. So yeah. Definitely. My, uh, yeah. And I, the second trip was with my daughter was even better. Um, 
it, just to see it through their eyes. Uh, I had, it, the fun thing was that um, my older daughter was about six when we went the first time. And I remember when she finally got to meet the princesses, this look on her face. <laughs> and it was like she just had this awe across her face. And then when we got to take the younger one, um, she was about three and a half. And she had that same look on her face and just priceless stuff for me. So, um, yeah, great times taking my kids for the first time. And it's been great taking them ever since, too. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I know I have some good memories about um, I don't know if it was the one that I saw, if it was Spectral Magic or if it was Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, I can't remember, but um, I think it was Spectral Magic. Um, but I remember I had a time where I was actually eating at Pecos Bills, which also Pecos Bills, very good. Um, and we were kind of like out in like they have like this like little porch area that's kind of like down a little bit lower. And I remember we were, uh, this is just a, a, like a funny memory. We were sitting like on that little porch area up on the, like the, like not the railing, but like there's like a little landing there and we were watching the parade and, and it was cool. Cause you were so close to the parade and you were kind of looking up at everything. Um, and I remember <laughs> a cast member <laughs> kept coming out and saying, you guys can't stand there. And so we'd like, <laughs> we get off for a little bit. And then we and then we get back on and we, <laughs> um, but yeah, and and I've never really been um, a big parade person. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm always kind of running around while the parades are happening, um, which is always a decent tip. Like if you're not into parades, go find a ride because people will be getting sucked into these things. Um, but yeah, I've 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 never really been super into those parades maybe maybe it's my ptsd from marching drum corps and marching band and everything <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's uh i still have good memories of that and i mean it's just <laughs> bringing back just some uh small silly memory for me too and and that's always great so uh, i have a couple honorable mentions um, that I can I can just quickly get through. Uh, Brian, do you have any? I have a couple, yeah. A um, couple of quick ones. Um, so uh, one big one for me is Happily Ever After. The first time I saw Happily Ever After, and this was kind of uh, the same day. I talk about this a lot Where when I realized my brother and sister were into Disney as much as I was. Um, I remember like literally sprinting after my brother because he was so excited to go see happily ever after. Um, and it was just kind of like understanding like, Hey, he's into this as much as I'm into this. And that's great. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's a, that's a pretty great memory for me. Yeah. My, well, I, I was going to say fireworks too. Just um, I, I think my first experience that I really remember with fireworks was the Halloween parade. And this was, you know, 2012 when I was there with my kids and um, the, the cast member that we knew, she says, make sure you stand in the hub. And when you get, when it got to the finale uh, and you got the 180 degrees of fireworks going off and I had my tiny little phone, which <laughs> if I was able to find that video, I'm sure it's terrible at this point, but you would hear me say, 
holy cow, because <laughs> I was not expecting that. And I've never had fireworks surrounding me like that. Um, so yeah, fireworks at Disney are awesome. And, and um, yeah, I don't know. That was one of the ones that I was going to hit. Yeah. Uh, another small one for me, um, and it's just cool to be able to do this is rope drop. I actually, the only place I've ever actually traditionally rope dropped, uh, was, well, it's not even traditionally, uh, but was animal kingdom. And we were in line for, um, flight of passage and we were like all the way back to Africa. (laughs) It was a long line. Uh, but the cool thing is that as soon as they drop those ropes, people just start walking straight through. Uh, so it, it didn't take too long. Um, I think it, maybe took like like 30 45 minutes so it's still kind of a wait um but it was a lot better than than waiting three hours at the at, at that point uh because it had just i think it was like within the first year or two that it had opened um so yeah that's that's always fun it's it's cool to be able to say like hey i've done this before i think you were re- reading my notes because that's where i was going now. <laughs> or, uh, um i <laughs> Yeah, my wife and I on our single trip, we got to go and um, we got there, I don't know, nine days after it had opened and walking in, like I have been duped by the Imagineers, specifically (laughs) on Expedition Everest, Um, but it's always been in isolated um, experiences like that, where you kind of go through the queue line and you kind of start falling for what they're selling with the whole Yeti story. Um, and there's things like that, that you, you come across through the parks and you just kind of fall for it here and there. But walking into Pandora was the first time that I really felt like I had gone somewhere else. <laughs> like I was no longer at Disney. I was no longer on earth. I had made it to um, the Pandora moon and it was just amazing. Just, breathtaking to walk into that area and see the mountains floating <laughs> to, you know not even riding i mean riding the flight of passage is one thing but even just going through the queue line and seeing what they have created um you know i was i was blown away i knew that um at, well it, you know after we walked out of there it was kind of they just did that and they're working on star Wars, <laughs> you know, uh, being a big star Wars fan, that was my next thing is, Oh my gosh, what are they going to do with star Wars? So <laughs> I can't wait for my next first, which we, will be when I get to walk into the star Wars mm-hmm. land. Yeah. And, and that was a, a very close one. Uh, the first time that I went to Batu, um, and honestly, uh, both nighttime at Batu and nighttime on Pandora, uh, I actually haven't experienced nighttime at Pandora, and so I'm super excited to do that. But those those are two experiences that that are just amazing. Like just the things, the detail at Batu is amazing. Um, my my next quick hitter here is uh, my first Magic Band, uh, and this was actually I got my first Magic Band at my 24 hours of Disney trip with my brother and my sister when my sister was in Cinderella in Florida. Um, and it was funny because like you really, I didn't need a magic band that day. I mean, we had park hoppers and so it was cool to be able to link them to my magic band and everything. 
um, and be able to tap it. That was the first time I had ever done anything like that. Um, but just kind of having that keepsake and that that wearable uh, that you have for Disney uh, kind of it, it really meant a lot to me. Um, I'm I like to think of myself as a trendy person and <laughs> just <laughs> having having that thing um, around your wrist that signified, hey, you're at Disney uh, is awesome. And I ended up I think I wore it for like a month after. <laughs> Uh, and I, I ended up doing that too. I, uh, I'm about two weeks away from my most current trip and I'm itching to get that magic band on. Um, and it's going to, it's going to happen pretty soon. Um, but, uh, that, that was another special thing for me. Yeah, they, they do a great job with those magic bands. And I know I've mentioned it before that I have a few, quite a few, and there's another one out there right now that keeps haunting me and i think i'm gonna have to buy it um it's a big thunder mountain one they don't make a lot of merch for big thunder mountain Mm, and that's that's my favorite ride so (laughs) um i think i'm gonna have to buy it but i always i always go like you know what is it when i get it home it's nothing it's a bracelet (laughs) you know it doesn't do anything at that point um Although I do know that there is now a, a trick on the new iPhones to be able to get it to um, like answer phone calls or something. You can what? put it up to your iPhone. Yeah, like there's certain things you can put it, your iPhone up to a magic band and have it do things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have an iPhone though. <laughs> but it would, you know, like I guess there is one thing you can do with a magic band when you're at home. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, did you have any more that you wanted to mention? My, I have some history I wanted to get into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I'll just, I'll just hit these last three because they're, I don't really need to talk about them. First turkey leg, of course, memorable experience. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, I put Disney social media and that was kind of like the first time I ever dove into things like the Diz uh and tim tracker and stuff like that um so that was was memorable for me because it was the first time i was really taking in that stuff and then the last thing i'll talk about uh and this might might be controversial so we better not get any hate mail (laughs) i had my first dole whip in disneyland this is in disneyland this is the where the dole whip started in disneyland i didn't i (laughs) i i i think it's overhyped (laughs) i i i think i know what you might be saying and i won't say that that orange that uh citrus swirl that i enjoyed on my last trip was probably better (laughs) but (laughs) yeah um yeah i don't know i i think you know if you like your dole whips you like your dole whips i prefer the citrus swirl but citrus swirl better um but teach their yeah honestly i think i was just because i hype everything up in my mind at disney so i think just the history behind it and what everybody always says about it i was just really hyping it up in my mind and then when i got it i was like oh it's just like a pineapple freezy (laughs) 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 so yeah (laughs) yeah well and I don't know. You can get them elsewhere now too, um, mm-hmm. and in different flavors. And um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Dole Whip's a Dole Whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so one of the things that I wanted to talk about quick was um, Disney has a lot of history for firsts. Um, so we all know Steamboat Willie, I'm sure that was the first appearance of Mickey Mouse with sound. Um, and he, uh, they, they were the first studio to use a storyboard to create a film like that. Um, the Silly Symphony Flowers and Trees was the first uh, cartoon to use three-strip three strip Technicolor. Uh, of course, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs was the first animated feature, if you weren't aware of that. And the had the first original motion picture soundtrack. Uh, Fantasia was the first to use stereophonic sound and had mm -hmm. developed it and called it Fanta Sound, which is why it didn't play much around the country because it required changing out the sound system mm. in the theater. Um, so it was almost like it was more of a Broadway touring show because mm -hmm. you had to set up a certain, a special system to, to, for it. Um, let's see. Uh, Disney was the first to use the miniseries concept for programs like Davy Crockett and the Swamp Fox, which I'm not familiar with the Swamp Fox. Nope. Um, and, of course, Disneyland was uh, Walt's vision, and it was the first theme park developed for an entire family. Prior to Walt's uh, vision, it was uh, uh, amusement parks were dirty, they weren't necessarily the a place that you would take a date. They weren't um, on the up and up a lot of times. So they introduced audio animatronics in 1963 through the Enchanted Tiki Room. Um, yeah, uh, they, they were the first motion picture company to release films for the educational market. I can keep going. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just, you know, I wanted to throw a little history in there. I try to get something in here and there anytime that we uh, talk. So hopefully those are some interesting little tidbits for the people listening and maybe you'll learn something today. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, anytime we get to talk about history and I get to learn about Disney history is always great. Um, so, yeah, that's all we got for you guys today. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com. With any thoughts, and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember. Some live close. But most of us don't. So let's talk about it. <laughs>